Hello and welcome to the TGP Wrestling Podcast. Now we are recording this after SummerSlam. We've probably got about eight hours sleep between the three of us that are recording today, but we're here to bring you a review on the card. So first, I have got Kyle. Kyle, how are you? Other than tired? Um, I don't know. I'm not feeling it, Chief. Yeah, he's he's pretty upset, I'll be honest with you guys, and you'll find out why later. Uh, I've also got Chris. Chris, how are you? Um, barely surviving. Yeah. I, I, I love the energy that we're bringing to this. I really do. I, I love how hype we all are. Um, but no, last night has absolutely sucked the life out of me. Uh, anyway, uh, let's talk about it. Uh, we're going to go through the card, but realistically, we're going to talk about probably one or two matches in greater length than other matches in not really a lot of length because we don't want this to be an hour like the preview was. Um, so we started off the card by Logan Paul versus Ricochet. Not really much more to say about this match other than it was a decent in-ring match. Um, Logan won, which was a surprise to absolutely nobody. And then he went to watch his brother's fight wearing his ring gear still. Um, and we're going to rattle through these. Kyle, Chris, has either of you got anything to shout out about this match? I wish it didn't happen. Um, it was a spot fest. That's about it. Um, I could see Ricochet getting something in return down the line. That's about it, really. Fair enough. That's probably all the time it deserves. Right. We'll move on to a match that was better than this. Um, Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar. They had a 17 and a half minute match where Brock Lesnar was trying to do what I do on 2K when I don't want to do a match, trying to get the other guy counted out. Didn't work for him. Uh, F5 for the announce table. Cody got up like an absolute champ. Um, got back in the ring. Three crossroads, beat Brock. And then they had an unscripted moment after, according to Triple H, where they shook hands and they were like, yeah, we love each other. Boys, boys, boys. You know, good stuff. Um, Kyle, you're a big Brock Lesnar fan. Not so much a big Cody Rhodes fan, but did you enjoy this one? I did. I I love every single Brock Lesnar moment. Not going to lie. Cody Rhodes said after the match, which is something I'm sure you'll agree with, Kyle, you won't know what you've got till it's gone with Brock Lesnar. When he stops wrestling, uh, you'll realise how amazing his matches actually were. Yeah, 100%. Uh, Brock Lesnar is entertaining, and that is exactly what you want from wrestling. Um, it's not beautiful. It's not an art form with Brock Lesnar. It's just high-quality entertainment. And you know what? We need a little bit more of that. And that's it, right? World Wrestling Entertainment. There we go. Chris, anything to add? Cody should have been disqualified. <laughs> yeah, so we, we all called that out on Discord when we were on last night. How did he not get disqualified for picking up the steps and hitting Brock with them? That is I mean, use, use of a foreign object. Yeah, let's be honest. Um, refereeing throughout the whole show, uh, as is usual from WWE, was questionable at best. Inconsistent, to say the very least. Um, but yeah, other than that, you know, really good match. And to be, the argument being with the steps that I saw on Twitter was um, 
he you can chuck you can throw someone into the steps why can't you throw the steps at them I don't know I'm going to leave that one out there you, you can all be the judge but I feel like Cody should have got disqualified but anyway we carry on right we move on to the 25 man Slim Jim Summer Slam Battle Royal which lasted 11 minutes I don't know why I'm telling you that I just thought I'd tell you if, if you're interested uh, the winner of this was LA Knight. He eliminated Sheamus uh, in the last two. Um, there's really not too much to say about this. The match didn't mean anything, so the, the winner of it didn't it doesn't get a title shot or anything like that. They don't they don't get a big um, six foot high piece of meat to chomp on. Um, yeah, I don't know. They don't really get anything for winning this, so it's, uh, there's not really a lot to say. LA Knight got a big win on a on a big pay per view. That's it. I have I have no much more to say about this. Um, Chris, do you want to add anything to this? Uh, the only be- beneficial thing from this is storytelling-wise, LA Knight will just provoke Adam Pearce to put him in the US title match to make it a triple threat. Yeah, potentially. Um, Kyle, anything to add on the Slim Jim Battle Royal? <laughs> Bro, what do you mean? This was great. This actually was so fun and, like, chill. It was a nice way to start a pay-per-view. And on top of that, it's not nothing he's won. He's won a year's supply of Slim Jims. Is that is that actually true, or is that just something that people said? Because I did not hear I that mean, once last night. I mean, I hope it's true. <laughs> he's nice. doing lots of, like, ads with Slim Jims, so I'm just, I'm assuming he's, like, basically the Slim Jim ambassador now. He's just getting the Slim Jim dollar, isn't he? Really? Nothing, exactly. nothing screams push. Like a supplier of Slim Jims. Hey, the Macho Man was sponsored by Slim Jim back in the day. You know, so... Oh. There you go. How about that? Anyway, uh, we'll move on to... I'm going to say this now, and it might be a bold statement to say this. This might be a hot take. To one of the worst matches in SummerSlam history. Shayna Baszler versus Ronda Rousey. What on earth was this? What was... I, I, I still don't understand what this was. I mean, we said it last night when we was on Discord. An MMA rules match. What does that even mean? Because they, they didn't... They, they certainly didn't do MMA rules. We were, sat, we were sat on chat with someone last night that fights MMA. They do not do... They did not do MMA rules. They did it in a wrestling ring so you can get out of the ring. If you if it's all come a bit too much, show you. They had doctors come in to see if Shayna was all right. When the referee said at the start, the only way this match is ending if, is by knockout or submission. It it was just a complete mess for seven and a half minutes. I, I, right, Kyle, Kyle might be more positive. Kyle, am I being too harsh? Uh, no. Me and Corey would genuinely like cry laughing because it was so unbelievably bad. And we were watching UFC at the same time because um, there was a UFC show, and it it was it was really so fucking funny, bro. Unbelievable. They they almost had like boxing rules instead of actual MMA rules. It was so weird. I don't know what they were thinking. It was just really bad. Like, yeah. I mean, if you were going to do it, would you not at least put it in a in a cage of some sort and have an actual UFC? Not a UFC ref, obviously, but like a UFC star ref, rather than just having a in a wrestling room with a with a WWE referee that doesn't have a clue what he's doing. 
Yeah. And also, I want to talk about the finish as well. So, Ronda had put Shayna in similar holds in the match, right? And the referee gave Shayna time to get out of the hold and, you know, carry on. Rose with Ronda, about two and a half seconds of her in the hold, he was screaming for the uh, the bell. <laughs> I, I, it, it's just baffling to me. Chris, have you got anything to add on this horrendous match? Um, it should have either been a fight pit match, like Matt Riddle and Seth Rollins had last year, or they should have just avoided the MMA-style rules match and just do it as a normal match, and then they can do what they did last night, and no one would see bad on it, if you get me. Mm. Like, you expect that from two MMA fighters anyway. Like, you could have just avoided the MMA rules fight, and have they do what they did last night, and I don't think it will be as bad as it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, I don't want to give this absolute dumpster fire of a match any more time, so we're going to leave it there. Um, we'll move on to a match that wasn't a dumpster fire at all. Um, so, you know, we're getting, we're getting a bit more positive now. Uh, Gunther versus Drew McIntyre. Gunther obviously won. Um, match didn't go very long. It was it was 13 minutes. It wasn't it wasn't too long. Um, yeah, look, it was um, it was a good match. It was a, it was a good match. Gunther won and should have won. I, I feel anyway. We talked on the preview that we thought Drew might win, but shouldn't. And luckily, he didn't. And Gunther did win. I also loved the uh, I loved the attire from the whole of Imperium last night. It looked very, very saucy, very nice. You know, very drippy, Kyle. You know, very good. Uh, yeah, they were dripping, bro. Um, I love this match. Uh, I'm glad Drew didn't win. I was quite worried he would. But, I mean, Gunther's just doing Gunther things, bro. Is he not, like, the fucking goat right now? I put in our group chat last night after that match. I was like, I think Gunther might be the best in WWE right now. Like, he's... You know what? Roman's obviously top. But I I think Gunther's just more... I I don't know. Gunther might be top for me. He's just the guy. He just is the guy. And... He, he just looks like an absolute men- menace as an IC champion. He's going to break Honky Tonk's record. Thoroughly deserved as well. Chris, any thoughts on this one? Yeah, it was a really good match. Um, I think the right person won. He's obviously going to beat the record um, because they're not going to have an Elvis impersonator to have it forever. And it's just going to be like this. It's the start of the beginning if that makes sense for Gunther, like, good things to come. When he loses the belt, it's not going to be the end of the world. And he's going to get pushed like mad. I mean, I think, I don't know who beats him. Gunther's in a very similar position to Roman at this point. I want Chad Gable to beat Gunther. I'd be one hell of a push for Chad Gable, though. <laughs> that that is a big reach. I love Chad Gable. He's got he's had a lot of love on this podcast. Had a lot of love on the Monday Scramble, right? But I don't know. I don't know. I, I, it would take a big build, and it would take the the crowd. The crowd actually are really behind Gable at the minute, but it would take them getting to sort of LA night levels. I but believe then, it's really doable. I do. I, 
and they would have amazing matches. The match they had on Raw was really good. Imagine the pay-per-view matches they'd have if the IC title was on the line. It would be insane, wouldn't it? Um, actually, I'll come back to Kyle on this one. Kyle, have you got any thoughts on who you think could be the guy to beat Gunther? <laughs> you so. Yeah, you so, bro. Just give him something. Give him something. Oh. <laughs> uh, We'll talk about this. We'll talk. We'll, we'll get to it, Carl. Don't worry. We'll get in there. I'm getting through this as quickly as I can, so you can talk about it. So we'll move on. Um, Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor. My big, my boy, Finny boy. They went. You know what? I don't know why I'm telling you how long all the matches went. I'm just finding it interesting myself. 18 minutes and 30 seconds. If you were wondering, this match was, and it was a. Br- well, I, I would say it was a brilliant match. You know. Good back and forth. Um, they let them go a long time before the Judgment Day got involved as well. So it's not like the Judgment Day like ruined the match or anything. Like The match went quite long before they got involved. Um, one thing I'm going to question, though, is the decision on the winner. Look, I love Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins is probably one of my favourite wrestlers of all time. And I'm actually loving his World Heavyweight title reign at the minute. But... I just feel it was more important for Finn to win it tonight. Um, well, last night now, but I, I felt it was more important for Finn to win it. I think that would have been a really good time to pull the trigger on Finn. The reason they didn't, you could maybe attribute to what came later in the evening. But I'll come to Chris first on this one. Chris, was it the right call for Seth to go over? Um, I'm 50-50 on it. So... Like the World Heavyweight Championship's not been around um, long since it's come back, and Seth Seth Rollins holding it for two or three months isn't um, achievable. Like I think he should hold it longer. But in the same breath, I thought that Finn winning would have been the right call, storytelling wise as well. Like to have him hold the belt in a faction where the person is closest, like faction member has a briefcase would be great storytelling until Priest will eventually cash in on him or someone else if he loses to someone else. But they lost the opportunity and I feel like now they're just going to have little tiffs inside the faction. But I'll probably push towards Finn over Seth. Kyle, anything to add? Uh, I 100% think Finn should have won this. Um, cringe that Seth did. It would have been fine if Seth won, and it was done in a different way, but it just... It was done in a way that didn't feel like it furthered anything. Because it's not like... Um, it's not like Damien Priest betrayed Finn, even remotely. He he literally just... He did what Finn wanted him to do, and then it backfired. It didn't developed stories it just ended any kind of momentum that i felt from it and like bro i know it's a new title but that's the whole point it, it was a new title when they first had the fucking summer slab match it's a new title now just just do it man just if you're not gonna make jay win later make finn win now yeah i mean i i like i said this on discord last night it felt and and we sort of did it in the preview as well that the story wasn't so much finn versus seth um it was more kind of the judgment day dissension um 
And this, yeah, like I kind of agree with Carl that it hasn't really furthered that at all because Damien Breeze literally did exactly what Finn wanted him to do and did, he didn't win still. I do think this probably ends Finn and Seth feud. Um, I know that usually you'd have three matches and you'd have like a block, you know, like the third match is it, but I, I don't know. I, I I don't feel as if you have to carry on this with Seth now. I think Seth could move on. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It, it just feels like they don't want to pull the trigger on Finn or they want the Judgment Day to be the top faction in the company. So what they don't want to do is put the belt on Finn. But it just it's just weird for me because if you were to put the belt on Finn, how interesting would every episode of Raw be then? You've got Finn Balor, who's the World Heavyweight Champion, and you've got Damian Priest, who can cash in on him at any point. Is that is that not just like really must-see television every week? Like that, that, that's what I would say anyway. I think having Finn as champion has so many benefits, but they didn't do it. They didn't pull the trigger, um, you know. And it is it is what it is, unfortunately. Um, we'll move on to. I'm I'm going to put it out there. One of one of my favourite matches of the night, and I think one of the best matches of the night, but also one of the weirdest matches of the night, how it went. So, with the women's triple threat match, Bianca, Oscar, and Charlotte. Now, going into this match, I, I would have said that Bianca would be the least likely to win this match, based on everything. And I, I know we're going to skip for a lot of the match to get to this point, but when she got chucked out of the ring and she got injured... We were all on mic, and we were like, that looks very real. It looks very real that she's hurt herself. She shattered, she, she shattered a swear. She looked and sounded like she was in genuine pain, right? And we all believed that she was actually injured. The fact that she wasn't, and the fact that that was a work, I'm t- I, that lady deserves a friggin' Oscar. How the hell did she convince us all that much that she was... Like, that she was genuinely injured. It was insane. Um, Bianca Belair then went on to win the match, um, which, when it happened, it felt like the wrong decision. I think she's got, she had the least reason to win the match, and Oscar shouldn't have lost the belt yet. But I'll, I'll come to you first, Kyle. Firstly, on the, the Bianca point, did you think she was actually injured? And secondly, should she have won the match? Yeah, me and Corey were uh, were fully convinced until they um they kept flicking to her and I, I looked at him and I went, they're being very sussy about this. She's going to come back and win. But never in my fucking mind did it cross uh, that, oh, this is a cash-in waiting to happen. Um, So, like, yeah, I think she should have won. I think it made the cash-in even better. I just think it's crazy that I just didn't, I didn't think about the cash at all. Until it happened, which made the moment even more exciting. I, I think that's the reason Bianca won. Um, like I say, when, when the match finished, I was like, why is Bianca won? That's so weird. Like, that's so odd that she's won this match. But then as soon as the ES guy came out, I was like, okay, this makes perfect sense now. Because Bianca's actually probably the best person for her to cash in on. Um, so, yeah. Uh, it, it actually then felt like the right decision with the cash in. Uh, Chris, would you agree? Oh, the cash-in's the right decision after Belair winning. If it was Charlotte or Asuka, I wouldn't have minded if Sky didn't cash-in. But as much as Belair is... Like, she's amazing in the ring. Like, the work she's done and the 
the spot where everyone thought she was actually injured when she actually wasn't. That that's that's amazing. That's incredible. But it just shows how much overpowered she is, and how much Dudley likes her. Like she just she still gives me John Cena vibes from back in the day. Bianca Belair wins. LOL. That is literally what it is. Like 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 Roman Reigns at the Royal Rumble um, when everyone like I think it was Sheamus, Rusev, Alberto Del Rio, everyone. Took him out of the ring, put him through an house's table, and then he's got carried out and he's come back again. It's like, just, I'm over it. Like, Belish just so, like, overpowered. Like, they're making her so strong, and you don't need it to be anymore. Just turn a heel. I think her being overpowered made the cash-in far better. I think if it was anyone else, the cash-in wouldn't have worked. But because, like you said, Bianca is borderline just OP. It made that cash in feel so much more like insane. Yeah, yeah, I get that part, but I just, I just don't want to see Belair getting all these bots and all these overpowered moments more, more, more. It's just getting a bit boring and tiresome for me, anyway. Like she had that throughout her title runs, like, like she's up, she's not the up and coming, sorry, but like she's. She should be for underdog, like for underdog face to build up to win the title. That's what she is like, in my opinion. But they're not booking her that way, and it's get and she's just getting booked so strong and overpowered. It's just getting boring for me. I think it's fine, personally. Um, I've not always been a massive fan of Bianca, but probably for like the last sort of six months, I've actually realised how good she is, and I think that that. The the selling the injury last night. I mean, that's just it was different level. It was so so good. Um, and to be honest, I've got no issue with her being strong. Like, you know, the stronger they are, the harder they fall in WWE. You know, if she if she has when she lost the title to Oscar, I felt like it was a bigger moment because of how strong she was booked. So I don't think it's always a bad thing. Um, I do think Io Sky probably holds on to the title for a little bit of time now. Anyway, though, because she's got. Obviously, Bailey and Dakota Kai is going to come back from injury soon. I know she came back last night, but she's not cleared to wrestle. But she will be back soon, I think. So, I I think that it, you you could actually have Bianca lose a couple of matches now and get screwed over in a couple of matches at payback, especially. So, yeah, I I, I don't know. I I feel like she has been booked really strong, and she has just been given another title mm. reign last night. But she's she's going to be coming into a couple of months where she's going to lose quite a lot. I don't think like, she'll win the title back. Like, do you remember when John Cena won the briefcase and then he cashed in? And then I'm pretty sure he lost it. It's like he lost his cash in. But between Money in the Bank and the end of the year, he still had three more title opportunities. Like it was just pointless. And that's what I feel like that's a route Belair will go down in. Like WWE will just book her to win stuff where she doesn't need to win stuff. That's how I feel like it's going to go down. And I think the more it happens, I think the more fans will turn their heads a bit. But that probably just be me pessimistic. I feel like fans really do like her. That's the thing. I think she's well-liked. I, I, I don't think, um, personally, that she's 
I, I think she's I think she's fine at the minute where she is. I, I don't think she needs to be booked any differently currently. Um, but we will just touch on it quickly um, before we move on. Uh, it did come out yesterday in the news that Kyrie Sane uh, has re-signed with WWE, um, which a lot of fans were speculated could now set up the triple threat between EO Sky, Kyrie Sane, and Oscar. Um, I think that could be one of the best. It, it could be well up there, one of the best w- women's matches we've probably ever seen. It'd be insane. I really want I that think, to happen. I think that should main event one of the nights at Mania. It very easily could main event one of the nights at Mania, 100%. I think it'd be an insanely good match. It's a long build, but say it's a long build, Oscar could win the title back off um, EO Sky anyway, and yeah. he'd still have that match. So. Right. WWE likes their long-term story booking, telling, like, you're seeing that clearly, so between now and Mania, they can easily do it. But there's nothing stopping you from, get, from, I mean, let's be honest, you know, superstars are fairly transferable between brands at this point. The brand split's not really existing, so you could very much have Charlotte or Bianca against um, Rhea Ripley, couldn't you? That'd be perfectly fine if you wanted something for them to do, so you don't have... Or yeah, exactly. So you don't need to keep them with um, with Sky. Now we'll move on to the main event. Um, now, where to start here is tough. <laughs> Thirty six minutes this match went. There we go, match counter again, lads. Um, Roman Reigns defeated Jey Uso by pinfall in the middle of the ring. To be, to remain the universal champion or do we universal champion and the tribal chief of the Anoa'i family. So it says on Wikipedia, by the way, I'm not to be a mark. Um, Kyle, this is your floor. This is your time to talk and to get out all of that frustration. Think of this as wrestling therapy for you. So talk us through it. Um, I'd like to make an official statement. I'm. I'm sorry. I built this up as if this was going to be beautiful and therapeutic and amazing. I was wrong. This wasn't any of that. This was depressing and criminal in terms of storytelling. Um, I've never experienced disappointment in wrestling quite like this. Because I really I built this up as if this was going to be the best SummerSlam main event ever, maybe one of the best main events ever in WWE, and it had all the things going for it to be truly like such amazing storytelling. It just, yeah, there's just no words for it. It's just so disappointing, bro. Like, what's what's the point? Anything anymore? Scary. Very cheery. I mean, did you like the match itself? Even just the match? Because we were talking about this on Discord last night. Did you like? Did you like the match? Never mind the result. Um, I don't know. I feel like I'm going to have to watch it again. Uh, I was in denial the entire match. Um, I was like, oh my god, Jay's gonna win, and it's gonna be so beautiful. Um, that I was so blinded by the fact that I felt like the match was slow as fucking balls. And not in a really like climactic way. I feel like it. It got to that. You know when you watch, say, like a when you watch Kenny Okada, um, and there's that twenty thirty minute start. That's like it's great, but it is boring as fucking balls. 
Yeah. Like it's it's building up to the best ten minutes of your life at the end. This was building up to it and then stripped it all away from you. They <laughs> they they stripped it all away. Blue balls me when I was so ready for it. And I can't, I can't believe they did it. Because it doesn't make me hate Roman. It doesn't make me love Roman. It just makes me feel nothing. Well, it doesn't make me, it doesn't make me feel like Roman's even that involved. <laughs> he was just the guy that got pinned. It was the guy that pinned Jay. Like, the feud now seems like it's Jay, and, Jay Jimmy, and Solo are going to have a little, like, what the fuck's going on, guys? What, what are we doing? Yeah. Like, whose side are we all on? I don't even know. Like, Solo probably went to bed and probably was like, I don't understand what I'm doing anymore. What am I doing in my life? Like, whose side am I on here? Like, I just, I don't know. I don't know. Look, do you know what made it worse as well? I thought Jay had won. You know when he hit the spear and then he hit the Uso splash? I thought it was over. Yeah. I thought it was so over. Because that, that, w- that would have been the perfect way to end it. He speared him and then he Uso splashed him. I was like, GG's. This is great. Like this is the this is a perfect way to end it. Jay wins. We get like you know this massive, amazing thing. Maybe Jimmy comes out to celebrate with him. All this sort of stuff. And no, no, he gets pulled out of the ring by Jimmy, and Jimmy costs him the match. Yeah. Um. um I I was talking to Corey about how do you end this match in a believable way? Because like, let's be real, Jay isn't the next face of the company, and that's okay. He doesn't need to be. This is this match shouldn't have been about the next guy. Um, it should have just been about ending an incredible story. And I was like, oh my god, this is gonna be so good. Because at the end of this, you're gonna have like all of like the uh, bloodline components all resolving this one beautiful piece. Sami Zayn's gonna come out with a halluva kick. Jimmy's gonna come out to help Jay with a splash. And it's all gonna end with Jay finishing off Roman, surrounded by his loved ones and it's going to be such a beautiful moment when he's crowned as like the next tribal chief and none of it happened <laughs> they literally took everything away from us so right i'm going to talk you through this car because i feel like you'd be on my side of this debate we had a debate last night and robbie was like oh, i don't know they're just furthering the story and i sat there like what do you mean furthering this you could have ended the story it's been going on for three years you could have perfectly ended the story last night what do you mean carrying it on carrying it on for what you want to hear a great analogy that i came up uh well i'm cautious with you but yeah go on it's like renewing a tv series when it doesn't need renewing at all like the ending would have been perfect but they just rebooted like a tv series to renew it for another season when it's not needed I feel like it's as if they just forgot to write an ending. It's genuinely like so lackluster, and I completely agree with you. Um, we're both of you. That this is not furthering anything. This is just this is just refusing to complete what you've fucking done, and it's so cringe. It's just so fucking cringe what they've done. Literally, like. Um, they backed themselves in the corner because they don't believe Jay Uso is going to be the guy, so they didn't want Jay to win. But if Cody, like, I'm not saying Cody winning that mania would have been the right thing or whatnot, 
But if Cody would have won at Mania, you could have literally booked everything from Mania until now near enough the same between the Usos and Roman. Exactly and the same. And then Jay could have won that night. Simple as. And also, if you don't think Jay's the guy, right, have him beat Roman because he's already pinned Roman, so we should all we should all believe he can beat him, right? He didn't pin him by skazazzing it. He, he just pinned him. He beat him. Like, that's fine. He could have beat him again last night. Have Jay hold the belt for a little bit. And if they want the belt on Cody, because that seems to be what they want, they, want, they do want Co- the belt on Cody because he's the biggest babyface in the company. I suppose other than LA Knight, but I mean, WWE want Cody to be the biggest face, so that's fine. If you want Cody to win the belt, just have him win it off Jay. He doesn't have to end Roman's title reign. Like, there's this, there's this idea that if if Cody doesn't win it off Roman Reigns, it doesn't matter. Cody Rhodes wants to win the WWE Championship for so many reasons, and none of those reasons have got anything to do with who's currently holding it. He doesn't need to end Roman's title reign, does he? But it just feels like what WWE are doing, they're stretching out Roman's title reign until next WrestleMania, which, by the way, is seven months away. So yeah. seven pay-per-views away, right? How are you going to stretch this this out until then? How is Roman keeping the title till then? Because I don't even know who he defends it against next. Does Jay get a rematch? If he gets a rematch, he's not. He's, he's he'd be completely unbelievable if he got another rematch. And if he got a rematch and won, that'd be even more stupid because he wouldn't make it. Like I, I feel like they were so scared of pulling the trigger on Jay that they've actually booked themselves into a corner. And it and it's so frustrating. They clearly want Roman versus Cody at Mania next year, and they want Cody to get his win. And I will be all for that moment because I'm a massive Cody mark, right? But it it's too far away. It's way too far away to, to build that. Last year, they were hanging on until January, hoping they'd get the rock against Roman. And that didn't happen. I, I just... I, I don't know. I, I don't think they know what they want to do with Roman. They've got, I don't think they've got any idea. Either they've got no idea how they want to end it, or they know how they're ending it, and they're ending it next WrestleMania. And Cody's going to beat him next WrestleMania. And is Cody the guy to beat him? I don't know. And I love Cody, by the way. I'm a massive Cody mark, which which these two know and all the TGP knows, right? But even I don't think that Cody's the guy to beat this long title reign. I want Cody to win the WWE Championship. I want him to quote-unquote finish the story, although finish the story is so cringe. But like, I, I want him to do that. I really do. But does he have to end Roman's illustrious title reign to do it? No, he can win the WWE title whenever, and it will still be special to him. It will still mean the world to him. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. There's only two people in mind right now that can beat Roman at Mania. Uh, anything can happen in between then. Like they could push someone else somehow onto that level. But it's either Cody or Gunther, in my opinion. They're the only two people. And that is it. I really hope, as much as I love The Rock and I want to see Rock versus Roman, I don't want to see Rock versus Roman for the belt. I want to clarify this. I want them to have a WrestleMania match because I think it'll be huge. 
it doesn't have to be for the belt, and it should be a tribal combat match. But they're not getting this belt off Roman anytime soon. And it's so frustrating because they don't have a plan. He's only going to defend it three times before Mania anyway, if that, in my opinion. Like, Survivor Series and Rumble, they're the only two big ones I think he's going to defend it, and that is it. His next scheduled defence is Survivor Series, or his next scheduled appearance is Survivor Series. Obviously, he could turn up at any pay-per-view before that. I'm not saying that he won't. He might be, he might be having a match at payback, I doubt it, but he might. Right. <laughs> but I just... Kyle, can you can you shed any light on what we what what, what happens now? Because <laughs> I'm scratching yeah, my brain. Yeah, you want to hear a fucking crazy take, uh, especially considering me and my utter love for this Jay Uso. Um, I don't even mind. I don't even think it's the wrong decision to have Roman win. I obviously I'd prefer way much Jay winning. I think it would have been beautiful. I think it would have been my favorite WrestleMania or wrestling moment ever. I don't mind that Roman won. Roman, I think, is goated, best thing in wrestling. I don't think he's going to find it difficult to keep going with his title. I think the issue now is the only person I can think of that I think would have just as much story as Jay to be deserving of beating Roman for a title like this in this reign is Seth Rollins. And you can't fucking do that because you you made the shit decision earlier for him to beat Finn. So like, yeah, you you you're shooting yourself in the foot because every single person that could possibly have a really intimate feud with Roman is busy or just lost to him. Oh, I mean, the only people on a on a that could get really personal on a level with Roman, and you'd actually believe could beat him, is Seth, The Rock, and that's not going to happen. Or, I don't know, John Moxley, maybe? But that's crushing at straws, right? I'm, I'm t- you're probably talking Seth or The Rock at this point. The Rock's not coming back. And The Rock Rocky should not... Lesnar. Please, I can't. I can't do another Roman. <laughs> do you know what? I, 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 I tell a lie. Because I love Roman versus Brock matches. They were great. They were brilliant. Find me a bad Roman Brock match, because they were all good. They were all amazing. They were all absolute bangers. But... No, I don't know. I don't know. The Rock. Let's go. Dwayne. Fringe. Do you know what? Yeah, I mean, if The Rock beat Roman for the title, people would be so angry. Like, people would be absolutely fuming. But the silence I'm, tells you all you need to know, I feel. I'm sick with Gunther at Mania. That's my hot take. Maybe. Maybe. I, I love Gunther, but he just doesn't have the story. He doesn't have the story with Roman. You need someone... For this to feel worth it, for them to overlook Sammy, overlook Cody, overlook Jay, you've got to have someone with equal to or more story investment with it. And Gunther doesn't. Steph does, but like I said, bro, he's, bro, he's busy. John Moxley could, but why does Cody? That's not happening. Oh, I don't fucking know. I, but I don't like Cody. I really because, don't like, like Cody. Cody. I don't want to get into that noise. Cody only had a feud of him between January and April, like Royal Rumble two, 
Mania. So you could always do that again with another Rumble winner. And in my opinion, like if like Gunther having the longest reign in IC title, and then he somehow loses it, wins a Rumble, he can beat the one with one with the longest reign in IC title belt in history. Could beat Roman, who has like a very like one of the longest Universal slash WWE whatever title reigns in history. Obviously, barring Bruno Sammartino. So that's a little bit of storytelling there. Oh my God, Bruno Sammartino could beat Roman. Bring him back. Is he dead? He's been dead for five years. Yeah, but bring him back. Yeah, <laughs> I was saying Umaga's entering the match all last night. You don't know he's dead. Or did you know he's dead? He's just being a, he's just being a dick. Uh, no, I saw Solo and I was being a dick. Fair enough. I, I actually I low-key thought Rikishi might have got involved. He's going to oh be my God, Rikishi's going to... Rikishi could have done it for The Rock. Do you know what I mean? Like, what guy? Oh. Rikishi oh. should have turned on Jey Uso and said, I did it for Roman. Oh Jesus Christ! Can we stop now? Can we stop? I, 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 I can we stop recording now? All right, I, I'm too sad. I'm too upset. I'm too depressed about everything. I don't need this anymore. Right? I'm just sad about what's happened. It's not okay. Damn it. Yeah, man, you should have seen. You should have seen my reaction. I, I genuinely. So I, obviously, I've been at a wedding all day. I was like. I was I that was about the 21 22 hour mark I've been awake for so tired a little bit hungover because I'd been drinking throughout the day at the wedding and when Roman won the just despair on my face that nothing was worth it at all it's possibly the worst I've ever felt at the end of a paper of wrestling pay-per-view and on that bombshell we're going to end the podcast um I hope you've enjoyed our SummerSlam review. Um, the Monday Scramble will be back tomorrow. I'm sure Kyle won't be as sad when it, when he does this Monday Scramble. We um, recorded it before. Great. <laughs> There's a uh, part of it of me celebrating Jay winning. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh, it's just good. People are just going to listen to it. Just be sad, bro. It's just going to be sad. You know, oh, God. like Poor Kyle. Um, yeah. Um, if you want, If you want to tweet us, um, at TGP Wrestling, or you want to send us an email uh, with your love and support for Kyle in this difficult time, you can. Uh, but other than that, um, yeah, we're going to end it there. I'm sorry we couldn't be happier, but do you know what? Life's not always happy, to be honest. Um, yeah, bye.